Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. And this is the program that shows you how to turn your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and really make your dreams come true. And today we are talking to a really seasoned professional who really knows how to help entrepreneurs and leaders and marketers to be successful. Right. And so today my guest is Chris Cianci. He is a seasoned entrepreneur, leader, marketer, and published author with over 25 years of experience in developing and implementing growth strategies for hundreds of small and mid-sized companies. He's renowned for his success in growing and positioning companies for profits. And also, he just has a keen business acumen and really helps people with intricate business challenges. And his bio is so long, let me just say to you that his honors include many awards as Small Business Person of the Year, Smart CEO Boston Future 50 winner, and a laudable 93.0 CEO rating on Glassdoor to testify to Chris's leadership. He's an alumnus of the Yale School of Management with an MBA and holds an undergraduate degree from Smorthwar College. And his insights and methods have been distilled into his recently published book called Scale Up. And it really means investing in a battle-tested blueprint for growth. And he's going to. this is what he's going to do today. He's going to help us look at how can we really grow our business in a very successful way. Welcome, Chris. Thanks, Patricia. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, super excited to be speaking. Right. So what inspired you to start Scale 360? Now, you had another business that was extremely successful called Tribal Vision, which you may want to tell us about. But Mm -hmm. how did you move from Tribal Vision to Scale 360? And how does it reflect your your real strong vision of helping small businesses? Yeah, that's a great question, Patricia. Thanks for that. Um, And yeah, ultimately, so I led, as you just said, I I, uh, founded and led Tribal Vision. It's a full-service marketing agency in New England, uh, offices in Rhode Island and Boston for many years, about 13 years uh, before I decided actually to go back to my roots uh, to small business uh, and to really start up a training program. The reason I did that was for those 13 years that I was at Tribal Vision and building Tribal Vision, right? We grew it from just myself to about uh, 65, 70 full-time marketers at Tribal Vision. Wow. Um, wow. When, I en- what, you know, when I ended up leaving, uh, what I found in those years was of the hundreds of marketing strategies and implementations that myself and, and the Tribal Vision team did over those years, uh, what I found was oftentimes, you know, the perfectly put together marketing strategy, which is what our firm, of course, was tasked with, uh, would not always reach its full potential because yeah, there's other there's other leaks in the boat, as so to speak. Right. Right. Where you know if if you could have the greatest marketing strategy or strategy, you know, business strategy in the world, but if you don't have the right team around you to implement that, if you don't have the right systems and processes and technology mm-hmm. in place supporting that strategy, then it can only go so far. So I saw right. that enough with um, you know being in the trenches you know, helping small business so small businesses over the years where I said, you know what? I don't want to keep my mouth shut anymore about all the other opportunities of small business has, you know, to grow. It's not just about marketing strategy. Let's, let's put something together, uh, write a book that talks and addresses all of the other issues that I found over those years. And if all of those leaks in the boat can be somewhat fixed along mm-hmm. with developing a great marketing and lead generation strategy, then then there's something there that I think is pretty powerful. So that's the whole purpose of starting wow. Scale 360 and writing the book. So do you work now individually with a small business or do you teach them a course or are you a consultant mm. or all of the above? I'm not all of the above. Uh, so no, it's solely training. And so mm-hmm. what I also learned when I was at Tribal Vision, I also, a small part of what I did was training 
um, small businesses in terms of marketing, I really enjoyed the training aspect. And so uh, yeah. Scale 360, uh, it's not about consulting and, uh, and implementing. It really is providing the knowledge to small businesses in New England so that at the end of that training, they can actually be self-sufficient and do what they need to do for implementation. So it's really just transferring the knowledge that I've accumulated over the years and over the decades mm-hmm. to that business owner or that leadership team so that they can then do this themselves. Mm. Chris, do you find one mm. of the biggest issues is the is the team itself? Is that where things often, as you said, leaks in the boat happen? Or is it also about strategy? It's certainly both. So I certainly will say that uh, it's not one or the other. Um, because I think they, they both need each other, right? You could, you could have a wonderful team, but if there's no strategy in place, then that team's not going to go very far. And you could also have a great strategy, but if the culture in your company isn't where it needs to be, you don't have the right team uh, in place, then, you know, as Peter Drucker once said years and years ago, right, he's the godfather of modern-day management, you know, he said that uh, culture eats strategy for breakfast, Right. So you could have the greatest strategy in the world, but if you don't have the right culture at your company or or the right team in place, that strategy is not going to go very far. So it's not black and white. I'd say they absolutely build on each other. Right. Briefly describe for us what the scale up training program looks like and the core components. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, as I mentioned just a bit ago, uh, instead of just taking a narrow approach, just focusing on marketing, right, which is what I did for those 13 years, I've decided to make this much more holistic. Um, So the whole purpose of the name Scale 360, it's about taking a 360-degree holistic approach uh, Mm -hmm. to growth. So the training consists of four modules, uh, with each module really focusing in on what I feel is like a key pillar for growth for a small business. Right. So there's four modules uh, representing four pillars. Those four pillars are business planning, building a team, mm-hmm. lead generation, and mm-hmm. also leveraging artificial intelligence, which, as we all know, over the last year, year and a half, has just exploded and will continue to explode. It's only in the first inning, frankly. So uh, it's a four module training program. There's 10 hours per module. So that totals 40 hours of training to go through the entire program. And that spans an eight-week period of time where I typically do the trainings twice a week, Tuesdays mm-hmm. and Thursdays, where it's two and a half hours of training a day. So when you add that up, it's five hours of training a week. Over eight weeks, it totals 40 hours of training to, to go through the entire program. Now, when they go through the program, is this uh, interactive? Do you teach and then ask questions mm-hmm. and then they give you feedback? Mm. Do, they, do they implement it? Do they go back to the drawing board and then come back and share what they've learned? How does that work? Yeah. Yeah, the way it works is it actually, right up front, there's an assessment that each company takes. So they're going to at least, I'll be able to at least see a baseline of where they are on that growth curve, right? So for each of the modules that I just mentioned, there's a 10-question right. assessment that they're going to be filling out. So it's a total of 40 questions. It allows me to get, like I said, a really good baseline as to where they are, how mature they are in each of those pillars, right, for me to, uh, to really make sure that when I am performing that training, I can really hone in where needed with, uh, you know, with, with where, where there's more leaks in that boat, per se, right, as I keep saying mm-hmm. is that analogy, right? So. But ultimately, it starts with an assessment, Patricia. From there, in addition to the hundreds of slides that I've put together for this program, all based on the book that I've written, like I said, it's about a 300-page business book. Um, There's also a workbook uh, that consists of 15 business templates that I've put together. And in addition to that, and those, by the way, are also packaged into Word files so that Someone can actually use these templates, not just they're not just pretty looking PDFs that aren't editable. They can actually right. use them on their business. Um, so it's a combination of, you know, me, of course, doing uh, your standard training, but also having breakout sessions, right, where we can be using the workbook, using these individual Word documents to be working on our business. 
um, and that's extremely important. So it's very inter- interactive as my short answer, right? It's not going to me just be speaking for 40 hours. I don't think people are going to want to hear, hear me for 40 hours. It really is an opportunity for small businesses to be able to block out the noise of their business for just a bit and work on their business instead of in their business for those 40 hours. So there's a lot of work that can be done both within those 40 hours and outside of those hours, right? So they can be developing what really their unique selling proposition is. What are their core values? What does their business plan, one, three, and Mm five-year business plan look like? What is the marketing strategy that is bolted on once uh, to that business strategy, right? Once the business plan is in place. I mean, there's, there's a ton that we go over um, in terms of frameworks that they can then be applying to their business and, and use them, like I said, in our breakout sessions, as well as, you know, um, a- after class as well. Right. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come mm-hmm. back, we'll talk to Chris about what are some common pitfalls that small businesses should avoid and what are leadership qualities that are really important? So we'll be talking to Chris about this. And Chris Sionsi, as I said, is the founder of Scale360 and founder and former leader of Tribal Vision. Chris shares the powerful story behind his latest endeavor, Scale360. And drawing from his book, Scale Up, and his 13-year journey building and leading Tribal Vision, Chris will give us and is giving us uh, great insights and real-world strategies for growth. So we'll talk more about challenges and tips and invaluable lessons that Chris has gathered so that we can offer you as a business person inspiration and practical advice to entrepreneurs who are looking to navigate this complex world of business scaling. And if you're listening to this and you know other business entrepreneurs, have them tune into this segment because Chris is really a master at helping entrepreneurs succeed. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice, and we'll be right back. Follow Voice America at facebook.com forward slash voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host, keynote speaker, and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now, she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for the Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Get Unchained. Tune in every Wednesday for Unchained TV on the Voice America Variety Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and the founder of the Unchained TV free streaming network, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Unchained TV, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patricia now back to the patricia raskin show 
Hi, everyone, and we are back. And we are talking to Chris Cianci, who is the founder of Scale360. And he's the founder and former leader of Tribal Vision. And he's what he does is he's drawing from his new book, Scale Up, and his 13-year journey building and leading Tribal Vision. And what he does is he really helps entrepreneurs with real-world strategies for growth, with challenges and tips and invaluable lessons that he's gathered. And Chris, um, his insights have been distilled into this book called Scale Up. And you can log on to his website, which is chriscionci.com. Is that correct, Chris? Yep, that's right, Patricia. Okay, great. chriscionci.com. And um, Chris has many honors, including the SBA Small Business Person of the Year, the Smart CEO Boston Future 50 winner, and he also is an alumnus of the Yale School of Management with an MBA and holds an undergraduate degree from Smarthmore College and is very dedicated to helping entrepreneurs. Welcome back, Chris. Thank you so much, Patricia. Appreciate it. Okay, good. So let's talk about, um, you've talked about your program. Now, your program sounds amazing. And I do have to ask you, because there are so many business programs out there, what makes the Scale Up program unique compared to other programs? Yeah, great question. So I think of a few points to make there. Uh, number one, uh, this is not, so what separates this? Number one is it's not academic. That sounds funny to say, right? Because you would think I'd want to say, um, you know, it's, it's very academic and uh, sophisticated. Um, I'd, I'd argue it's, it's very different than that, right? What I call it is it's extremely practical and it's battle tested, right? Because ultimately it really is based on the years, not just my years at Tribal Vision, right? I've been a marketer and growing companies for, for decades and other companies as well, in addition to Tribal Vision, but, but ultimately uh, it's based on real world experience that I've had, right? In the trenches with hundreds of small businesses over the years where, you know, it's, for example, we're not just gonna be talking about you know, the four P's of marketing and explaining what that is, right? Instead, it's going to be, okay, um, you know, you have this growth strategy in place. I can tell you right now that these five efforts that most companies are going to tell you are going to help you grow, I can tell you that they're not because I've never seen it work before. And these will because I've actually seen it work before. So my first answer, Patricia, is um, it's taught by me not by someone else, right? So it's uh, me with, you know, the years of experience that I have in the trenches, really knowing what works and what doesn't, because I've certainly had a lot of failures as as well as successes with what's working and what's not. So Mm -hmm. extremely practical and battle tested, I would say. Uh, Number two is I've I've taken a lot of pride uh, in making sure that the training is really robust, right? So, you know, the training consists of like I said, hundreds of slides, um, you know, uh, over really once I counted up everything, there's about 25 business templates that we're talking to. Uh, there's breakout sessions that are really going to be practical. So it's a very dynamic training that mm-hmm. will really enable a company, a small business at the end of it to say, my goodness, like I really got an education in the real world with how to grow a business. And I was able to spend the time needed to work on my business through this, not just listening to Chris talk, but actually like working with my team, who's part of the training on the business with these templates, working on all aspects of our company that we really typically don't have time to, to work on as a team together. Um, so they're going to come out of that really, I think, feeling good about where they're going with with all the practical tools, channels, mm-hmm. frameworks that they, they've been able to fill out while part of the training. Yeah, and they can also ask you, you know, they can say, gee, we tried this and this didn't work. What's your experience, Chris? I mean, so they... Yeah, know. yeah, that's exactly right. And, and part of the reason, Patricia, why I'm not a consultant, I've decided I'm just going to be just a trainer, nothing else, right? It's a training company. Um, you know, is I don't want, I want to be completely objective, right? And, and in order for me to be completely objective with someone when they have a question, I don't want to feel like I have another horse in the, in the race, right? To say, well, you know, if you do this, you know, you can work with me over here and I can help you with that, you know, and, yeah. and be your consultant to implement this. I might have, a, you know, a bit of a 
a, a subconscious bias even in doing that. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. if I really am training just for the sake of training, right, I really can be extremely objective and agnostic with my opinions. <laughs> yeah, right. So no, I can say, well, why good. would you? Right. So, yeah. So my job here is to try and make sure that companies can grow as quickly as they can, as realistically in, in, in their situation without having to spend a boatload of money to get there. You know, Which that's what you the goal do is. When you, right. When you have a consultant, that's, as you said, what happens often. Um, sometimes I'm not saying, well, I mean, sure. It doesn't always have to happen that way, but oftentimes it, yeah, for me, it's, Hey, listen, my, my job is what can I do to train you so that you know, as much as I do and, and you know, all of the levers to pull in as co- yeah. cost effective manner as possible to get that growth. Which is wonderful. And so many small businesses mm. need that today, Chris. So um, speaking of all of that, in your experience, what are some mm. of the common pitfalls that small businesses should avoid when attempting yeah. to scale? Yeah, I mean, not every business is the same, right? So there's just hundreds of different slivers of <laughs> of differences between, you know, uh, what I found, right? Pitfalls for businesses is not everyone is exactly the same. But if we're talking big themes, Right. One theme is typically a small business and it's, again, not fully their fault. They're just so busy having to wear so many different hats and pull so many different levers in a day. Right. They really haven't had a chance to take a step back, assess where they are and assess where they're going. So that really means that they really don't have that strategic plan in place. Right. That business plan in place to say, okay, I'm here today. This is the goals for the upcoming year and three years. And this is how we're going to get there. And so that's number one. Number two is some businesses have that, which is fantastic, right? It's okay. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. You know exactly where you're going and where you want to be when you grow up. Mm -hmm. But then I talk to middle management or someone, you know, a, a rung lower and they don't know that. Right. Or or they don't know what the core values of the company are. They don't know Mm -hmm. how they differentiate in the marketplace. That all Mm -hmm. might be at that top executive level, but it has never really seeped down to the to the roots of the organization. Right. So Mm -hmm. I guess my answer, Patricia, is one is there's oftentimes not a well thought out plan because companies, typically small businesses are so busy just going from one day and one week and one month to the next. They don't have a time to really take everyone off you know, uh, off work hours, right. To really, really plan properly and be, like I said, those that have done that oftentimes don't do as good a job as they need to, to make sure the entire company understands the vision, the entire company understands why they're going to work every day and really like rose vigorously in the right direction together as a team. Those are high level, two of the Two of the pitfalls oftentimes with businesses who are, are trying to scale, but but really haven't. Right. And I think maybe they don't realize how important the vision is, Chris. They think if we just get down and mm. do the task, right, we just keep getting busy yeah. and keep doing these tasks, we'll move ahead. But they don't realize yep. that if people aren't all on the same uh, page, that that can fall apart. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, to your point, Patricia, oftentimes businesses, at least, you know, I'll just give uh, my example from a marketing background perspective, right? It's, okay, what are we going to do? What are we spending money on? How are we going to get a lead in the building? Um, How much money do we need to spend to get that, right? But at the end of the day, if you take a step back and you realize, my God, they don't really have a really good product and their offering is subpar and they're not Mm -hmm. priced properly. They don't even know who their target audience is. Mm. Um, You know, uh, there's negative chatter online about them. Um, What their main, you know, sole focus is on what marketing channels are we going to use and how much are we going to spend? That's all for naught. If what I just said leading up to that, all of those issues are present um, right. that, that spend that they're doing is not going to work. And, uh, and they have to realize that's actually on them, right? It's not on the marketing channel. And, oh, I guess Facebook doesn't work. I, uh, I thought Google worked. It's not working for us. Well, oftentimes it's because there's such a, a focus on marketing and not on branding. There's a very big difference, Patricia, Patricia between marketing and branding. 
right? Where mm-hmm. uh, marketing is the delivery of your of your brand, right, to, to right. your target audience. It's the delivery channels, but your brand is your ethos. It's your DNA. It's your promise. Right. It's how you're viewed in the marketplace. It's it's does your product really exceed expectations or not? Um, if that's lacking, I don't care how good that marketing channel is. It's going to be subpar, and so. Yeah. I mean, oftentimes we have to make sure that business owners and executives realize that what they sometimes call the fluffy stuff is where the magic happens. It's not with just making sure you find a perfect individual who can master Facebook for you. You need both. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question. I'm going to wait till after the break because I want to ask you, and I will ask this and we can answer it later, but you know, what do you say to the entrepreneur that does have the right brand, that does have the right strategy, and maybe their time isn't mm-hmm. there yet? I'm going to an example might be mm-hmm. AI, right? Someone's trying mm-hmm. to promote AI, and people are saying, "Oh, I don't know. That's making me nervous. It's going to take over my business." And yet, they know they've got the right strategy. They know it'll work. I guess my question is, and we can talk about it after the break, is what do you say to yeah. those visionaries who they've got it, but their time isn't happening yeah. yet, and it's frustrating? Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to answer that after that break. Absolutely. All right. All right. Let's take a break. And um, we're talking to Chris Cianci, the founder of Scale360 and founder and former leader of Tribal Vision. And what he's doing is helping small businesses uh, with tips and invaluable lessons that he's gathered over the many years that he's been doing marketing work successfully. And he gives practical advice to entrepreneurs, and he's developed a course called Scale Up. And we'll tell you about the course um, at the end of the program. But you can log on to Chris Cionci, Chris C-I-U-N-C-I.com, or you can go to scale360.com, which is S-K-A-Y-L-E 360.com. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com. America's Voice will be right back. America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. The boroughs are New York City. The burbs are everywhere else. Real estate is the ultimate game of risk and reward. It's the biggest investment most people ever make. Fortunes are made over a lifetime and lost in a day. And we're not playing with Monopoly money. How do you stay ahead? Who's buying? Who's selling? And why? What do they know? We want the truth. You need an edge. Burrows and Burbs is your secret weapon to giving you the insider knowledge and strategies you need to succeed in the high-stakes world of real estate. From Palm Beach to Palm Springs, Manhattan to Malibu, we press the experts to expose the pain, find the deals, and occasionally predict the future. That's Burrows and Burbs, 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific, because everyone can make money in real estate. It is time to change the negative narrative of divorce. Families are hungry for a different option. Listen to The Good Divorce Show with Karen McNinney. You will discover how to function as one family living in two homes. There are high-functioning, stable, and happy divorce families living in your neighborhood. What's their secret sauce? What did their journey look like? Do they have regrets or recommendations? Let's find out. It's never too late to have a good divorce. The Good Divorce Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. All who live face a time of passing. Is death the end, or will souls enter an afterlife? Have you ever wondered about historical figures and what they would say if they were alive today? Psychics and authors Barry and Connie Strom will use their gift of spirit communication to answer questions and channel spirits concerning the hereafter. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Barry and Connie Strom at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 
You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. And we are talking to Chris Anthony, founder of Scale360 and former leader of Tribal Vision. And Chris is talking about his company, Scale Up, and his book, Scale Up. And what he does is offer tips and invaluable lessons to entrepreneurs to navigate the complex world of business scaling. And, you know, in terms of business planning and getting the right team and having the right strategy. So welcome back, Chris. Yeah, All thanks right. so much, Patricia. All right. So let's, let's answer that question. The question is the person who's got the brand, got the vision, got the mm. strategy, and it's worked, right? They, they, they've had clients, it's worked. But because it's sort of new, well, it's not AI, but yeah. like an AI, they're having trouble. It, and it's, and you know, and that sure. can be very hard for an entrepreneur. It's like, do you keep going? Well, I believe in oh, it. Yeah. I know I do it well and it's worked. Or do I just do something else? Right, exactly. Yeah, and that's where um, you know a gentleman named Seth Godin. If those that don't know of him, I would certainly encourage your audience to just Google Seth Godin or go to SethGodin.com. He's written probably over now twenty books uh, on marketing and sales and growth, and much more than just that. And he talks about this actually, Patricia. Right, talking about it is there's a book he wrote called The Dip, and in The Dip, right, every small business has it. Uh, you know, it's okay. I'm in this valley here where I'm entering this dip and you have to, and the point of his book really is you have to figure out, is it worth going through this dip or should I actually quit? And, you know, so number one, I would argue, uh, you have to figure out, is it you or is it me? And so you preface this with, it's not me, it's you, right? Because you said, okay, well, your, your example was, no, this, it's a, a good business strategy, the offering is very good, et cetera. So going on that assumption, right, mm-hmm. and knowing that uh, you you know that there's something there, then mm-hmm. at that point, yeah, you've got to get through that valley, right? That's where, <laughs> you know, the, the, such a high number of small businesses go out yeah. of business. It's, it's difficult. Right. Not everyone is suited right. to be a small business owner or an entrepreneur, right? Because right. there are some really, really tough, lonely days where you're questioning yourself mm-hmm. whether or not you should really continue or not. Um, yeah. What I would argue is, um, and I'll just use me as the example right now for a moment, um, you know, you've got to make sure that you have a resilient, scrappy mindset that ultimately uh, just keeps pushing forward. And what I mean by that is you've got to be thinking about how can I get that next client, right? And I'm not talking 50 clients. I'm talking next client and then right. two clients, et cetera. And so you need to be as a, this isn't academic again, right? This is just real world. You have to be extremely scrappy to say, okay, I'm going to put down and be completely focused right now on growth, not on anything else. I'm going to be focusing on how I'm going to find myself a client. Nothing else matters, right? right. Because as Mark Cuban and so many others have talked about, listen, if you don't have a customer, you don't have a business. So, right. you know, you've got to make sure that you're honing your sales skills, you are honing the marketing channels, even though they might be like you're not able to spend much or whomever that is, right, is unable to spend much at all. You've got to be thinking about what are the top few marketing channels or tactics that I need to keep pushing forward with? What can I be doing to strengthening my brand and my messaging so that it really does resonate? And I'd be obsessed about that to make sure that message continues to get honed in. And then from there, I mean, it's just life, right? I would, if needed, and this is what I did when I first started Tribal Vision, I mean, I would take a piece of business that was $1,000, right? That I should have been charging 5000 for. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to then make sure that I'm building up exactly. my portfolio, that I can then reinvest back exactly. into my brand, reinvest back into my website, reinvest exactly. into a testimonial, and that snowball effect will soon yep. happen, right? If it really is a great yes. offering, then yeah. you've just got to make sure that you get yeah. you know, two or three or four companies starting to talk about that offering for that to then start to, to, to pile on each other. And frankly, um, you know, once you get into this for years, oftentimes the hard work was done because now you have referrals coming all up all over that's the place true. from companies that have had yeah. a good experience, but you've yeah. got to get to that point first. And that's very difficult as a small business to finally get to the point where you have the luxury of business coming to you. Right. right. So my short answer is, You've got to take a step back, 
continue to be honing that message. Never think it's perfect because it never will be. Really make sure you get that right ICP, right, ideal client profile, your target audience, right, and then make sure you're finding the right and, and prioritizing your time on the right few channels, mm-hmm. right, both mm-hmm. with with that person beating the bushes and also with digital and social channels. You need to do both yes. so that you can find that next or two or three opportunities. Right. And from yeah. there, things should turn. It's not a guarantee things will turn. But there's a much better chance things will turn at that point. But yeah, uh, yeah it's it's a slog. Great advice. It's very difficult. Great advice. And and the other yeah. point I'd I'd like you to talk about. I think people often when we hear the word entrepreneur, right? We think, oh, you mm. know, this is a person who they just, you know, they just want to keep making money, and they're and they're going to be, you know, really mm. big, and they're going to own all this property. And that's really not it. I have found. For the mm. entrepreneur, many times it's not about the money. I mean, you, yes, you have to make money, Chris. Mm. It's about the sure. concept. You believe in this yeah. and you want to do it. Yeah, exactly. If, otherwise, you probably will just quit, right? Because you'll realize, wait a minute, what am I doing here? I'm making no money. I could go work for a company and make whatever, right? Um, right. Why, why am I doing this? If it's just for the money, you're going to quit very, very quickly, in my opinion, right? So, yeah, the great entrepreneurs that are out there, there's a ton of them, of course, right? They're starting with passion, they're starting with, exactly. I mean, I'll use me exactly. and scale, three, scale 360 as the example, right? With Scale 360, or I could use Tribal Vision, any company I've started. But a lot of times companies are like, uh, people that are around me are like, you just really need, it's training. You need a business card. You need a basic website. You need some basic materials and, and test it to see if it works and then invest more money into it. If it does, if not, why do you want to throw all this money at it? And uh, people don't understand as an impassioned entrepreneur, it really is about the journey. It's about really expressing yourself in a way that yes. you're really, really proud of. And hopefully yes. then, and that's what's going to make True. that brand great, right? Because you're going to be doing things above and beyond, right, that other companies aren't doing. And that's what's mm-hmm. going to separate you. And that's what's going to build the business. So, yeah, it has to be built on more than just I want to make money and exit in five years and make $10 million dollars. Um, You know, those types of individuals, sure, a few might flow through and and make that work, but I'd argue it has to start from you have a vision and you're super excited. You want to stay up until 10, 11 midnight every night to just make it happen because it's an expression of who you are. Yeah, It's not about money. It's you expressing yourself. And you just explained, you just described me to a T. And and that's why mm, I never okay. really felt yeah. like I was an entrepreneur because it, I've re, I'm really doing it because I love it. Yes, you have to make the money. There's no question. And that's been the hard part, right? That's the hard part is, yeah. as you said, getting the client. I mean, doing the product and making it happen mm. and, and exciting people and the passion. Yeah. That's easy. Right, Chris? Yep, so it, you have exactly. to have the other skills, even if sometimes I say, I'm really not an entrepreneur, but I am. Because I'm, I am able to right. sell it, even though I don't yeah, think I that's am. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the other skill, right? I mean, the skill we talked about a little bit, but it is sales, right? And and it, it really is because again, you have to any really successful entrepreneur. If you ask them, not everyone, of course, I'm not going to be black and white, but I'd say 95 percent would say, yeah, you know what. Uh, me selling it first and honing my sales skills certainly helped a lot. You have to be articulate. You've got to learn. Yes. You have to learn the science of selling a bit, right? And that's extremely important as well because, yeah, all of the other important facets of a CEO, right, operationally, right, uh, financially, all of that means nothing if you can't find a customer, the next customer, the next customer in the first few years of the business. So, I think what's yeah. made at least me somewhat successful with the businesses I've started is, I, number one, I've had a an obsession with the offering, like I just explained. But number two, I also, I think, was smart enough to prioritize my time of thinking about growth, thinking about yes. selling, and making sure that I positioned myself around other people who could take care of, at first it was just me, right? But eventually I had a partner uh, who then took care of everything else and I could trust him with that. And he was fantastic and much better than me at it. So my point is you have to have a growth, like real focus for the first couple years of business and everything else can fall into place, right? But you could have the perfect mousetrap built and the perfect Taj Mahal of your Taj Mahal of your company built. 
But if there isn't a customer coming through that door, it's all for naught. Right. So, so, <laughs> right? Chris, so I guess my you, piece of advice is just you got to make sure you're very sales focused um, and right. not aggressive sales. Like, you know, will make people want to vomit. I'm not talking about that salesperson. I'm talking about who's genuinely passionate about finding people to talk to, finding channels that will enable them to talk about uh, what they've developed. Don't be distracted by much else. And we're going to take a break. And when we come back in our last segment, we're going to ask Chris what leadership qualities are most important for small business owners in their growth phase. And certainly he's talked about selling and the art of selling. We'll talk more about that. And then we'll talk about who's the ideal candidate for the scale up program that Chris teaches. And what are some of the takeaways from scale up? And then how can you be part of that? And, and learn more and uh, and be part of this scale-up program. All right, folks, you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice, and we'll be right back. A little birdie told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN. As humans, we suffer when we believe we are not good enough. We are taught we must be better, look better, try harder, and achieve more. We cope with the stress and disappointment of life in ways that make us feel worse and keep us stuck in a cycle of unworthiness. We don't have to live this way. You don't have to live this way. Kirsten and her guests will share how self-acceptance and unconditional self-love can help you break this cycle and find freedom Listen to Giraffe Tango Octopus, Freedom for Humans, with Kirsten Johansson, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Planning for college? Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Bright Horizons College Coach, a team of former admissions and financial aid officers, the show takes a deep dive on subjects such as choosing the best essay topic, negotiating merit aid, and navigating the common app. Listeners will learn what really goes into college acceptance decisions from the experts who used to make them. New episodes drop Thursdays on the Voice America Variety Channel. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. are listening to the Patricia Raskin show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin show. Hi everyone and we are back. My guest is Chris Cionzi who's a seasoned entrepreneur, leader, marketer, and published author with over 25 years of experience in developing and implementing growth strategies for hundreds of small and mid-sized companies. And he is the founder and former managing partner of Tribal Vision, which is a full-service marketing agency based in Boston. And he led them to tremendous success. And now he is working with and is the owner of uh, Scale Up which is uh, a wonderful company. And we're going to talk about this and how that company can also help you. So we're going to look at that next. Um, I do want to share one more thing that I think is really terrific is that uh, Chris has won many awards for his, his work. And what Scale360 does is delve into every aspect of a business, which includes HR, marketing, sales, IT, and AI. So that's very important as well. Right. And do want to tell you that when he was with Tribal Vision um, under his leadership, it was named as a five time best places to work winner 
and was also a Most Innovative Company Award winner. And that was through Inc. 5000, fastest growing company four times. So pretty impressive, Chris. Welcome back. Yeah, thanks, Patricia. <laughs> pretty thanks impressive. All right. So um, before we move on to your scale up program, let's talk about the leadership qualities you think are most important for a small business owner. Now, you talked a lot about sales skills, how important that mm. is, you know, mm. in terms of being able to explain your product, know what your client needs and meet their need. What else? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In addition to that, uh, and I'm talking it for so this to be clear. I'm saying, because you, your question was, okay, you've hit a bit of a roadblock. Um, you know, you need to get that next couple clients. So that advice was for a smaller startup type of business, right? Where they're just getting started right now. Okay. I mean, a CEO always needs to make sure they're honing their sales skills. I want to be clear about that. But, but I just want to make sure the audience knows that it's most important in the early years of a small business to make sure you have that sales mindset. Once you get to a certain stage, um, right, where you're, you know, 30, 40, 50 employees strong, then all of a sudden, okay, that can change a bit, right, where you can now really be, you have the luxury then, right, because there's revenue coming in, which you can then reinvest back in the business and grow an organization. So it, it, it extends far beyond just you as the entrepreneur. You're now building a business, so this answers your right. question, right, about what else, right? So yes. if you are at that stage, right, and you're now building that organization, it's super important to make sure that as a leader, you are number one, right, uh, once you get beyond, you know, as I call it, like, you know, five or six people in a room, and now all of a sudden it's a real, a, a real company at that point, um, or I should say a uh, larger company at that point, your job then transitions from, being salesperson and doing everything you can to close business to then thinking through what the vision of the company is, right? Making sure that you're setting what those core values are. You're setting what that one, three and five year strategy looks like. And you're then making sure that your team around you fully can voice that uh, and speak that themselves, right? Because mm -hmm. what I found with leaders that I've worked with is, uh, you know, that, that, that leader that's excellent in the beginning, who's wonderful at sales for the first few years and is able to, to build the momentum of business, well, they're great at that, but they might not be great at then transitioning to become that more seasoned CEO that has to make sure that others around them are engaged, they're informed with where, where you're going, and then they end up being delegated to to actually make it happen, right? Mm -hmm. So a good leader has to make sure that there's an inflection point in a small business where they have to then let go a little bit, and they now have to be working on the business more than in the business, right? There's enough revenue to allow yeah. that luxury of working on the business to happen so that they can make sure then that, like I said, they're setting that vision, they're setting the plan, and they're then delegating and getting out of the way. And that's difficult yeah, that for a lot of leaders to do, but at a certain point, they have to then make sure they have the right team in place. That's their job as well as a CEO, make sure you have the right butts in the right seats that they're rowing with you. And then from, and they have the plan in place, the playbook to get to that next stage of growth. And then you have to delegate and make sure that, uh, that you're getting out of their way because too many leaders oftentimes end up micromanaging mm -hmm. and that oftentimes drives a players out of the business because they don't right. want to be micromanage exactly. to the point where it's like, what am I right. doing every day? I'm just having to just listen to someone every day, tell me what to do. Right. Exactly. So that would be my answer, so, Patricia. I mean, it's so much more to Chris, it. We only have a few minutes, but I, that to me is important. Absolutely. So what are the three takeaways that participants can expect if they take your scale up program, your course, your training? Yeah. Takeaways. Number one, I mentioned practical and battle tested. So I, you know, that uh, I think those are the two big words, right? For if they want to take the training, know that this really will be practical. If they can get 20 good nuggets out of this that they can apply in their business, it's, you know, it's uh, hopefully worth, uh, worth a lot of their, their, their team's time there and battle tested. Like I said, yeah. because yeah, it's based on me working hand in hand, not just on my own businesses, but also with the businesses right. I was paid to help. Um, and so it really is, you know, somewhat proven with what can work and, and what can't. And lastly, like I said, in terms of another takeaway, um, it's uh, there's a ton of substantive content and right. templates 
that I've really thought through that right. they can use to apply to their own business so it's not them just listening to me speak. Right. So, Chris, who's the ideal candidate for the scale-up program? Yeah, I'd say there's not one ideal, right? But ultimately, it's it's a company that's open-minded, a small business that's open-minded that realizes that they can grow at a faster pace than they are currently. Either they're not growing at all anymore and they don't know what the problem is, uh, or they are growing, but they feel like they know they can grow even okay. faster. Not in a reckless way, to be clear, because I'm not reckless right. with this, right? But in a more measured way where they know, listen, I've been at 25 employees here, 30 employees now for the last few years. It, there's a whole different skill set that's needed to go from 30 employees to 50 to 60 employees, Absolutely. as an example. So right. for them to be open-minded enough to, to say, yeah, you know what, why don't I, why don't I take this training to try, try and figure out what I should be doing differently to, to evolve to that next level. So it's really open-minded business owners and executives who are hungry to grow, uh, know that they don't know it all when it comes to growth and are open to spending some time to, to see if they can pick up some new tips and tricks. All right. We have like two minutes left. So quickly, what is the process? Um, And I think you told us how long the program is. You can tell us again, but just what people need to know to apply. Go ahead. Yeah, all they need to do really is, yeah, as you had mentioned, go to scale360.com. It's spelled S-K-A-Y-L-E. It's a different play on scale, right? Because you can imagine the typical uh, language uh, spelling has already been taken. So it's S-K-A-Y-L-E-360.com. They're going to be able to learn a lot about um, all of the training. There's videos. There's there's a lot that they can learn. And from there, they can easily reach out to me through the site. So that's probably the easiest way. And if they want to learn more about my background, as you had mentioned, they can go to the chrisciunci.com site. But I'd start with Scale 360, browse the site. If it is of interest, you can easily reach out, place some time on my calendar through the website. And yeah, right. we can have a conversation to see if uh, if things make sense. And, and lastly, I'd just say, if there's a company in Massachusetts that is interested. Uh, fortunately, the training has been fully approved by the Commonwealth of Massachusetts to be reimbursed for small businesses. So uh, Massachusetts companies uh, can uh, share in some reimbursement here, which is great. And at a smaller level, but still there will be reimbursement for uh, Rhode Island-based companies as well, which is great. All right. Thanks so much, Chris. It was wonderful to have you on the show. Um, Stay on the line for a minute. Thank you. So informative and terrific. Thanks, Chris. All right, folks. Uh, You're welcome. Stay on the line for a minute. All right. That wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Pots of Living Show. Remember, folks, you can find me, uh, patriciaraskin.com. And if you're looking to create your own podcast where you can really share your information, I can help you do that. I help produce podcasts. I've interviewed over 5,000 people. So please contact me, Patricia, patriciaraskin.com. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.